Tweet at SFM Radio and at Ayanda Ali P. Get in touch with us at 614 That's our WhatsApp line. You can send us a voicemail uh, there or you can also send us a text. You can give us a call in studio, as Jan did, 0891-104207. And you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We are at SAFM Radio. The hashtag is hashtag life happens. All right, PR and media manager at Thompson's Holidays, John Riddler, is with us in studio. John, hello to you. Hi. Hi, Landa. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Great awesome, to be here. awesome, oh. awesome. Let's talk all things Zanzibar. Right. Well, I think to get Zanzibar around your head, you need to know a little bit about the uh, history of Zanzibar. Yes, the please. Okay. And um, Zanzibar, as early as the 17th century, the Omanis, who were, of course, part of the United Arab Emirates, were really trading extensively down the east coast of Africa. They came in wooden dows with big um, um, cloth sails, and they were trading in spices and, and, and uh, uh, fresh produce and so on, lasting fresh, fresh produce. And, of course, there was also a bit of gold trading and mm-hmm. stuff going on. Well, the Sultan of man came along on, on an occasion to, to see what was going on and fell in love with the island of Zanzibar. Now, there are a number of reasons. Of course, it's beautiful sea. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous island. It's just surrounded with wonderful beaches. And I'm not sure if he was a big swimmer and a suntanner, but he fell in love with the island. <laughs> and so, eventually, the island actually came under Omani rule. And they actually were thinking of moving the capital of Oman to Zanzibar. That's how, how much they loved it and how intense their, their, uh, their, their interest was in the island. And so they started, they started ruling the island um, and they established uh, farms and orchards and, and, of course, hence the Spice Island mm. um, um, background. And they were in, intent of then uh, um, exporting these wonderful um, spices to other countries as well. And they never did actually move their, their capital there, but they did build a palace in mm-hmm. Stone Town. And it's still there, and it's wonderful, and you can visit it. And, of course, some of the lovely old buildings, which were official buildings originally, are now hotels. They are superb, and you've still got the lovely old architecture, mm-hmm. and, and they make wonderful hotels, I can assure you. So the influence, of course, then was very Arabic. And, of course, yes. the, the religion on the island is, is, is very much Muslim. Um, and, of course, the culture is quite Muslim as well, as you can imagine. And, of course, it had many other uh, uh, elements of influence in the food and, and, and the dress, etc. Mm. And, of course, they also brought architectural and, and, and carving skills. So, th- having told you a little bit about the history, there was also a negative side. And, of course... Uh, trading then eventually yeah. also became slavery, slave trade, slave yeah. trade. Yeah. and one cannot just um, uh, uh, whitewash that out. It's mm. very much um, uh, was part of the history, and of course, thank goodness, long gone. But there is still um, an, a slave island where uh, where slaves were uh, taken in chains. They were kept there until a boat arrived, and of course, then they were loaded on the boats and yeah. taken away. And and we can't even ponder their fate. But the the island has now been made into a um, into a museum, and it's well worth visiting. And of course, mm. uh, we encourage people to visit that. So that's a part, the darker side of, 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 the, um, of their stay there. Well, uh, eventually they did relinquish their hold on the island. And, of course, there's a whole lot of history since then as well. Mm-hmm. But what is also interesting is that the, 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 uh, the, their architectural influence had, uh, is still there. And you can see it in the hotels with the lovely colonnades. The doors as well. The wonderful doors. They are gorgeous. Yes. Heavy, heavy carving oh. and um, 
and it still persists today. People still have that heavily carved I furniture. Love. It is superb. And because it's so rustic as well, you don't you almost don't want to refurbish it. You don't want to fix it at all. So, you know, you'll find the different layers of paint that were there yes. from the past, the walls that are sort of washed out. It is a sight for sore eyes. It's, it it's gorgeous. Is, it is. And of course, if you and, and it's mandatory that you should do so, I'm not giving it an effort, it is a must, is if you go on, when you go on the tour of Stone Town, you still have those wonderful old Zanzibari doors. Yeah. And they are now protected. I mean, you're not allowed to touch them or change them or oh. add a new brass door handle onto them because they're part of the heritage of the island. And the walk down those little lanes and, and alleys, of course, you get lost in minutes, mm. are wonderful. And of course, um, um, beautifully paved with cobblestones and, of course, um, lovely w- windows with um, shutters on them. I mean, it is really, as and you say, a sight of you, you can smell the aroma. Oh, yes. oh the beautiful and, food that's and we there. didn't even get to talking about the influence on the food. I actually want to get there yes. after the break. Let's yes. take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Stone Town. The sights, the sounds, the smells. Gorgeous, gorgeous. It's a quarter to two. We'll be back with more after this. Tweet at SFM Radio and at Ayanda Ali P. Zanzibar is our destination of choice this travel Tuesday and uh, we're talking about uh, Stone Town and uh, the many things that you can do there. Of course it's just absolutely gorgeous in terms of uh, its scenic beauty. The doors are incredible. Uh, just how rustic it is. Uh, the cobble flooring we, we spoke about. Of course there are many things that you can buy from the market there. The food as well. But I didn't know until I went about the connection with Freddie Mercury. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, Freddie Mercury was from an Indian family. Yeah. And, and, of course, there was quite a large Indian influence on the east coast of, of Africa in both um, Kenya and Tanzania. Mm. And they lived there. They, unfortunately, were uh, subject to uh, politics. Mm. And, in fact, they were – it was at the time when, they, uh, when there was a, sort of an unpopular feeling about uh, the Indian traders. And they – like uh, – we had it right along the coast. They were, uh, they were asked to leave, um, and, and as I understand it. And they they then uh, moved to the UK, where Freddie, of course, was a young man still at that mm-hmm. stage. So he didn't have a lot of adult life the, and memories yeah. in Tanzania. But of course, he was born there and he was brought up there. And of course, when you go there, they show you, oh, this is where he grew up, etc., etc. Et and that was uh, quite interesting to see as well. Now, we didn't make it to the mainland, to mainland Tanzania, but yes. I do know that there are uh, sort of boat rides that go from from there to to, to the mainland. And no, no, they're that, not. That's a, that's a flight away. It's a flight away. It's a flight away. It yes, is. Yes, yes. Where's the place where you can take a boat? And I, and I heard that there was um, a couple of accidents that happened then. Well, I'm not aware of any accidents. Yeah. And I don't want to hear, that, that's not good news at all. But I tell you what happens is yes. they have dows all around the island. Uh-huh. These beautiful wooden dows which still have the, the um, um, uh, cloth um, sails. Mm-hmm. And they are for hire. And we also promote a company who has very reliable dows. Um, and so I'm really skeptical about any form of accident. Uh-huh. But, and they take you on, on, on excursions to little uh, – they're not little islands. They're really just sandbanks uh-huh. where, where they stop and they 
they prepare lunch for you and you can then um, um, go snorkeling or, or swimming and just lays on the, on, the, on the sandbank until, of course, the tide comes in and the sandbank slowly disappears back onto the Dal and back to the main island again. And that's something that was also quite interesting because um, I, I wasn't aware that the, the water could recede so far back. You know, the tide is yes. something, I mean, you can walk about maybe a kilometer or two into the ocean. Certainly yeah, more than in half low tide. kilometer. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then, that's on the east coast only. Okay. We, we have these very high tides. Yes. Um, up on the north coast and on the on the on the west coast, it's not prevalent at oh, all. Okay. So it's it's a it's a a fascination for many people on the east coast where you have these big tidal changes. Yeah. And of course, um, um, you know, nobody's going to walk uh, a half a kilometer to go yes. and have a swim. You observe it, and and kids play on the on what was the the bottom of the sea earlier in the day. But of course, all the hotels have big swimming pools and encourage yes. you to stay at the pools. And then of course, watch the the uh, the tide coming Come in, in again slowly. Yes. Yes, I've never been exposed to that, so that was quite it's that was unusual. quite interesting for me. Yeah, it is because unusual. you see a boat that was you know floating uh, a moment or two yes. ago, and now all of a sudden it's, it's, it's on docked. Its, it's on its side. Correct. Yes. Correct, but um, as I say, on the north coast, if you if you're not keen on that, it, on the north coast, it, it, it's not prevalent at all, and of course, mm. certainly on the west coast. And the Maasai, are, are, are they those kind of attractions where you can still see? No, that's more Kenya. That's more yes, Kenya. Yes, that's absolutely. more Kenya. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about the people that are there. You know, yes. um, are they welcoming? Are they very uh, hospitable? Uh, how did you find them? How did, I mean, they came across as very proud, not in a but bad way but uh, proud of their history of their legacy of, of who they are indeed and in fact um, um, they are a proud nation yeah. and of course they also understand the value of tourism so the mm. island is actually largely driven, driven by tourism uh-huh. and while farming does exist there that is to supply the hotels and of course um, there is the interest in visiting those farms but it's a very much a tourism driven uh, economy and mm. so everybody is is primed for it and they are they, it, it, their whole life is about tourism mm-hmm. so you'll find that there's an elegance and a charm and a friendliness and a helpfulness that almost is not evident anywhere else in the world. It yeah. is just the most welcoming um, a nation you can imagine. Is it still very popular as a tourist attraction? I know a couple of years ago it was, uh, you know, it was all the rage. Is it still? It is all the rage. Is and, it? Yeah. And, and of course, it has many attractions for South Africans, and that is, it's not very far away. It's a couple of hours flight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not expensive by a long shot, so it makes it an affordable break for most South Africans. Mm. And the hotels also make it so welcoming, you know, and, and the food is fabulous. The um, the facilities for tourists are fabulous. Mm. Um, and even if you choose a, a room that's not sea-facing, I mean, many of the rooms are, are garden-facing and have beautiful verandas opening onto the gardens, which are verdant and oh. green and lush. Oh. So um, because you're not going to spend much time in, in daylight in your room, I can assure you. It's off to the beach, round the pool, or heading out onto the island to see what uh, you know or what, what else the island has to offer incredible we've got uh, Simkonda uh, calling us from East London did I pronounce that correctly hello to you welcome yes and how are you I'm good thanks how are you fine uh, I thought I should just contribute you were asking about say, if there are any boats between the, the island and the main uh, Tanzania mm-hmm. yes they are actually Mm-hmm. You can get, you can ride a boat from Dar es Salaam. You bought a boat from Dar es Salaam up to Zanzibar. It's about three hours, Oof. and very uh, well. It's quite um, uh, cheap. You can. There are many boats actually that connect the mainland yeah. 
and the island, which is about three hours. Yo, yeah. Yes. And, uh, it's, it's very, very safe because I remember I remember someone saying, oh, no, it was an idea. You can do this. You can do that. We ended up not doing because we were just not very sure about this thing. And we were worried about safety as well. So, do you know if it's yes. very safe? No, actually, actually, you feel like you're in a plane, actually. Those, Is those, it? Uh, the express uh, uh, bots, which actually you feel are uh, in a plane. I took my wife there. It was very lovely, actually. Ah, wonderful. Thank you so Don't much for contributing. When did you when did you last go? That was uh, two years ago, actually. And and was it everything you ever dreamed of? That was. I'm telling oh. you. When you talk <laughs> about the Stone Town, all those places you're mentioning, it was wonderful yeah. being there. Yes. Magical. Yes. Doesn't it make yes. you want to just pack your bags right now and go? To go back again. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, yes. me too. As as I relive the, the memory, I just feel like, yeah, you know, this this thing of being in this concrete jungle. You just want to pack up and go on holiday again. Well, Thank let, you very let, much let for your let call. Let everybody go and, yeah, yeah. Let everybody go and discover that. I'm telling you, it's, it's a lifetime experience, actually. Love it. Love it. Thank you very much for the call. And I mean, I can attest sure. to that as well. Thank you very much uh, for your contribution. And of course, there are the ties that uh, Zanzibar has with South Africa and the beautiful history that we share. I did say in the opening of the show that uh, Tanzania was one of the frontline states uh, that helped us uh, in our liberation so uh, people are very welcoming towards South Africans there I heard some Mafigi Zolo and some South African artists in some of the restaurants that we went to and some of the hotels so it was lovely you felt um, that you were on holiday you were somewhere else but that people really wanted you there and they were very welcoming we're going to take a quick break and when we come back um, one or two more facts about uh, Zanzibar and then we'll wrap it up John is that okay Good. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much. Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. It is Travel Tuesday and we're turning our attention to Zanzibar. Just wrapping up this conversation with John Riddler. He is the PR and media manager at Thompson's Holidays. John, you touched on the affordability. Could you give us uh, the price maybe in rands and cents, give or take a few? Yeah. Well, at the moment, we have some specials at a, at a three-star hotel, um, which is at, it starts at 9,400 rand per, per adult. And that includes flights, obviously, being picked up at the airport, taken uh-huh. to your hotel. So it includes the transport and uh, and then interestingly also covers breakfast lunch and dinner and selected drinks at meal times so and South Africans like a drink at their at meals so wow. that, that's a very good price and, and, <laughs> and then interestingly you can take uh, uh, children along under under 11 and um, they would travel for under 7,000 rand so you know you can see it really is affordable and of course if you go to a four-star hotel it's going to cost quite a bit more um, those would be at just under 14,000 rand for an adult and a child there only 4,200 rand so um, all inclusive all inclusive again yeah. includes all your meals selected drinks every day and of course lots of lovely facilities around the hotel which cost nothing I think that's absolutely uh, not bad at all. It's incredible. It's very good. It's not bad yeah, at all. Yeah. And, and those of us who need to save can do so. And in a year, you know, you'll be able to have absolutely. enough to take your family away uh, during December or whenever you're able to get a quick break. When is the best time to go there? Well, obviously, these prices don't apply over, mm. over December mm. and in the high, uh, the high school holidays. Yes. You know, I'm talking about over Easter and the June school holidays and so on. But there are lots of opportunities in between those holidays mm-hmm. if you don't travel with children and possibly um, even uh, to sneak kids out of school for a day or two. But yeah. don't let the, the uh, Department of Education hear that I said that. I think even uh, like on a weekend because it's that you close. Could. Eh? You, could. you could leave like on a Friday and, and be back later on a Sunday or early Monday and you'd still there be fine. 
packages right. and it's quite it's quite easy to do that yeah yeah uh, any more for any more before we wrap up this conversation right just how many other things there are to do and yes. of course it's difficult to tear people away from the hotels once they arrive there because <laughs> they are so wonderful but Please remember, if you're traveling to to um, Zanzibar, do go to Stone Town mm. and do visit a, a spice farm and take an outing on a dhow because it's a lovely um, a, a sense of being on the sea without a motor and just the sails flapping. And they'll take you to a little a sandbank for a bit of swimming and back again to the to the port. It's a lovely day out. It's absolutely incredible. And I think we went somewhere where. Was it coconuts? They, they, they picked the coconut. The yes, guy climbed the coconut tree. They do. All the way to the top. It's amazing. It was frightening to watch. I thought he was going to fall right off. I'm terrified to no watch him. No support. So they've got yeah. glue on their feet. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. climbs right up to yes. the top and then he picks one for you. And then there's sort of a call and response. Like he, yes. he shouts something out and we're supposed Stand to. Stand clear. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely amazing yeah, that yeah. he comes down and you drink yeah. it. And look, it's not, not great tasting, but the, the fact that someone risks their lives to get this makes for it you. Taste a lot it makes better. it taste great. Indeed. And then, of course, we didn't talk about food, but the food, of course, on the island is wonderful. And Scott, it's aromatic. It's not yeah. highly spiced. It's just aromatic. So you'll love the food. I love it. Mm. We're going to be talking about the food in the next segment. So the chef is here uh, having prepared, uh, 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 you know, a Zanzibarian experience for us, a culinary experience. So we're going to taste it. I think well. I'll have to stay.